For as long as I've known the NBA, it's been a stars league. But even among the stars, there's an exclusive club. Russell, Dr. J, Jordan, Kobe. They're all part of a select group that paved the way for the NBA superstar of today. And some even shared secrets with each other along the way. From Spotify and the Ringer Podcast Network, I'm Jackie McMullen, and this is the Icons Club. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. All right, Mike's back. Oh, I like that. That was a short <laughs> intro. Because Mike was back. I was like, forget it. Just cutting it. You know what? You no just more. redeemed yourself for you making me angry off camera. I'm so happy with you now. Guys, it's the first episode. Mike and I are back in a week. Doesn't that feel nice for you? Don't, don't you feel comforted knowing? I don't love this confidence level. You're talking a lot early. Normally, I get to just kind of run and do my thing. That's fine. <laughs> That's, I didn't know how comfortable you were feeling. You've I'm been, pumped. You were sick, then you had to travel. There was a whole... You were out of your element. Can for you a put bit. us on the screen? I can't look at a black screen. I'm gonna <clears throat> lose my mind. You don't want to look at. You know what I've noticed, by the way. So we had our favorite comedian. We just recorded with Dusty. It's gonna be at the end of the episode. Anytime I talk to a guy with an accent as thick as his, I just feel I come back you and come like, with your accent. Jesse, man, I'm pumped <laughs> to be here. Like for no reason. Like what? Where are you from? Boston. Why are you talking like that? Though? I don't know if you <clears throat> did have. I heard a Boston accent a lot. I didn't hear a southern. I just mean much. like right now though. I see what you're saying. I want to yeah. be relatable. Um, That's much better. I can see Brady's face now. Brady and Brady. Okay. I think our audience will be pleasantly surprised. Even if you were tuning in for sports cards only talk, guess what? Hint, hint, Dusty likes some cards and we're going to talk about them. And And we're going to start doing that once a month or once every two months anyways or something different. That is the nonsense portion of the show. He was funny. It was enjoyable. I think. Oh, I agree. That's what I'm saying. Um, Throw in. Give me the rundown. Let's get into this because we actually do have a busy show today. Here's the most important thing, though. Ariel Hawani is sick will not be joining us. So if you came to hear that, unsubscribe no, and unfollow. No, Is that? No. <clears throat> okay, he, he will not be joining. He will be back in May. Yes. Probably before the next pay-per-view event. But yeah. for today, no go. Here's the thing. I know that guys care about UFC, but being such a staunch, pacifist, nonviolent person, Wait. it is hard to... What did you, you say? say? <laughs> what did you say? No. I, it is like one of those where I'm like, okay, he, yeah, guys want to know about him, but I'm I'm okay with not talking a ton of UFC. So that's okay. 
That being the case, I think people are going to be pleasantly surprised for our second guest today. Yeah, we're calling Scotty from Starstock. Scott, is it Green Greensburg? Greensboro? I'm going to go ahead and ask you to not try and remember is it not what that? his last name is. It's Scott. I don't um, even know his last name, actually. He's younger. Scott from Starstock is coming on. We so actually you don't know have his last, one. Do you, do you know his last name? <laughs> I need you to stop because you're going to end up making us both look terrible. Um, here's what's great, though. We actually have one additional guest that I did not tell you about. Is it J.J. Cool? John G. Stramski. You're doing this again. I heard this the other day, too. People enjoyed it. It was a fun joke. I'm not going to play it out too much. So opening day MLB. But yeah, we, we were going to talk a few things at the beginning. We have mailbag at the very end. Uh, I want to talk to Scott and find out what's going on with Starstock. Where are people's cards? This is not a promotional bit. This is a much more serious tone. Um, I would, I'm going to ask you this now. Actually, we have not talked about this. Okay. I would actually like this to be a one-on-one conversation as much as possible. I have some pretty pointed questions, and okay. I don't want you to... I know sometimes I go overboard, and your job is to reel me back in. I, I don't, will step in if I feel like there may be... If you, you think, here's the thing. You usually don't, though. Okay. I, I, I typically don't have to worry about you, especially in settings like this, because you are <clears throat> a man of integrity, I feel like. And in this case, you are going to try and help people. You're not trying okay. to blast this guy. Give so. me the rundown. Let's do some sports talk. The rundown. MLB opening day. Big news for them. Bad news for the Lakers. Oh. We're going to talk about how yeah. that affects cards, uh, who you guys are following, and who might be big on uh, the playoffs for the NBA. Sure. We're going to talk about Starstock. We're going to talk about some new releases. We have a few guys to shout out because they have <clears throat> got some nice gifts. Yeah. I, I just feel like we need to do some shout and outs I got to some people. Real fast before I forget too. Please. In terms of shout out, I got a million people messaging me about my grandmother. Thank you so much. She is still uh alive and well considering. She's ninety-eight. We were gonna save this for the so, shout out section. So thank okay. you. Um delete that off the shout out. Thank you, everybody who reached out. Finally, we're gonna end <clears throat> it with your mailbag. And then of course Dusty Slade. Dusty Slade, then mailbag. Yes, I'm okay. sorry, Dusty Slade, then cool. mailbag. So with that being said, let's go ahead hit and button. hit them with yep. big picture. I did not miss that last week, I'll tell you. So MLB opening day, I'm not going to get into a ton of stuff. Like we, I feel like we've talked a lot of MLB. There are a couple guys on my mind that I think are interesting you know, to look at at least. Okay. And I thought we'd talk about the big, well, four out of the big five. I didn't pull up Otani because I really just don't care. Can I say that I'm glad to see baseball is the one major sport that we talk about that's actually starting to do well as for, according to the card letter index it's like, up you know that's yep. one of the few that's actually and up. basketball starting to trend up too with the playoffs which is a good sign we'll yes. talk about that briefly but yeah for baseball i just want to hit the top again i'm not talking otani at all but some of the like the four to me the four most anticipated young guys in the game soto acuna tatis and franco now obviously pull up tatis injury news by the way too i'd like to know when he's coming back um because I don't think he's there at the beginning of the year. So I one thing I want to do was just a quick comparison on all four of those guys with their Bowman first. Again, if you're new to the baseball space, autos are great. Rookie autos are awesome. But it, the prospect auto is what sets the market in baseball. Uh, that is the auto that comes out from Bowman, either in Bowman, which is in April, Bowman Chrome in September, or Bowman Draft in December. Uh, for these guys, uh, so all three, well, that's not true. Two of these guys were in Bowman Chrome. Two of these guys were in just straight Bowman. But just a quick comparison. I thought it'd be interesting. So Soto, and I'm going all BGS 9510. Okay. So gem mint cards, 10 autos. And yes, there's variation depending on sub, but we're going just across the board. So we'll start with Wander Franco. Wander Franco has a pop of 405. His last sale was about 2000 bucks. Uh, it's slightly up, although not, 
not crazy. Um, it hit as high as, again, depending on, so it was almost 3,000 a, a month ago. Um, subs have a lot to do with that, I understand. The card has actually leveled off some uh, over the past couple months, two months, I would say. Mm-hmm. So right now, I think you can get that card in the 2,000-ish range. That's an interesting, I mean, that's that's a lot of money. Wander is the, I think, is the youngest of all these guys. Obviously, has the least pro experience. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking for the guy with upside, to put in perspective, Soto, who I would argue is the best player in baseball, though, so hard to compare totally. Soto's doing almost 4000 bucks right now. Excuse me, over $4,000. Soto's doing forty five to $5,000. 4500 to 5000 Similar pop, six. Actually, all these pops are close. Wander's the lowest at four hundred five. Mm-hmm. Tatis is 525. Acuna's 519. Soto six forty six, but the fact that Wander is half of Soto, if you are high on Wander, there's a guy that has some built-in market potentially. So Wander, I'm looking at what a lot of people consider his base rookie card, which is the 2019 Bowman uh, prospect Chrome. Yep. What was the deal with the whole RC thing with him? Oh, that was just recently with some Bowman products in 2021. But that's nothing that the general audience needs to know about? Or No, nah, we talked about it. It's not. No, at this point, no. Some of his cards didn't have an RC logo, but they're specified as a rookie in the Beckett magazine. But as far as like the collecting aspects of things goes, it doesn't matter. It helps his value. Like his 2021 Bowman's best card, mm-hmm. although it doesn't say rookie, is being perceived as his rookie card. It's selling really well. Sometimes I ask questions like that, not because we haven't already talked about it, but because we keep getting new guys who say, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, just started listening. And I mean, we've actually had a nice influx recently. So I just want to bring these. Things That's a fair up. point. Um, so here, let me let me hit these values real quick, because I no. just want to focus on the prospect autos. Please. Again, Wanda, you're looking at two grand. Tatis and Acuna, three to thirty five hundred right now. Uh, obviously, that is way down for Acuna because of the injury. And even Tatis is down quite a bit. Uh, I mean, Acuna at the start of the year. Well, I say that a year ago, start of last season, a card was selling over 45, some even hitting $5,000. That's about as low as it's been in the last six months. Pretty close to as low as it's been is where its value is right now. Uh, do you have Tatis's news, by the way? Injury news yes. when he's back? So as of uh, earlier today, the report comes out saying he's going to be missing at least the first two months of the regular season. So maybe uh, before that, but that's what they're currently uh, estimating. So him and Acuna have very similar paths. I mean, eight to 12 months ago, they were both selling close to $5,000. Now they're both in that 31, 3200 range-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, check Acuna too as well. I'm not sure when he's back either. Yep. For Tatis, I would tell you this. If you think the guy is going to come back strong, which a lot of people do, I don't think it's a bad time to buy him. He scares me the most of everybody on this list. Okay. Because of... No, uh, Tatis. Tatis, I'm sorry. Because of the fact that he has not only had injuries, but he's had non-contact injuries, it's becoming a reoccurring thing. At some point, an injury, I think, is going to knock him out, and his hobby value is going to suffer greatly, and I just don't think he's going to rebound. I hate saying that because he's a young star. He's charismatic. He's like actually has some personality. Of these two guys, though, I am I would much rather spend money on Ronald Acuna. I think t- the Tatis thing hurts the hobby more, too, because he has been more of a face in the face. Yeah. We've talked about, which is crazy with Acuna winning a world series as well. Although his team, at least he wasn't really super active on it uh, at the end of the year by any means because of the injury. But like the fact that those two guys are selling for the same amount of money, um, I would, I would buy Ronald all day. Not even a question. What's Um, his injury. So it's saying he missed the second half of last season. Right. We'll begin 2022 season on the DL 10 day injury list. IL injury list. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. So he's probably going to be, I would, I would assume then 10, 
So at some point late April, may we see him? I mean, rehabbing if, at least. If he's being put on the 10 day list, it means like he's almost back though, right? That's It does. Then you start to rehab. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Acuna's a guy to look at. I think is interesting. Um, Soto is a guy though, to me, if you're looking for like a piece to just put away, I, I just think Soto is, he's already proved at his young age, like generational talent, unbelievable player, MVP rings. I think he's going to do it all by the time he's, it's all said and done. He's already done most of it anyways. Um, that Chrome auto, the fact that it's so again, just to kind of give you some perspective, mm-hmm. it had topped out a little over 5,000. And then back at the beginning of last year, last April it was almost six grand. It's now under five on the last few sold, under 4,500 on the last couple sold. If you're ever looking to buy Soto when you have patient money, I don't think this card is going up in the next 10 days. I think Soto is the safest buy because that is a card people are going to look at, and I think he is going to be the face of the league for the next 10 years. You know what I appreciate, too, looking at the pricing, especially I've been looking more specifically for what is more populous, you know, what guys could actually get their hands on. So Populous or popular? Popular, like more of them. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... That's where I was going next, so you take it away. Okay. Well, I was the base. We all say base is the devil. However, over the last year, we've seen NBA almost like consistently going down with a small leveling off. However, it's still on a downward uh, trajectory. Nailed it. The Soto um, and a number of these other ones that we talked about, Vlad, Franco, have gone down, uh, say, April of last year. They were about... You know, over the last year, that was the high. What are we talking, by the way? I don't. Um, so, for instance, Soto was around for his Topps Chrome update 2018. PSA 10 was doing about 500. Dropped to about 250 in June of last year, and it's just basically remained still there. In that, it's a 280 now. What's it's, the pop? It's actually slowly gone up just a little bit. Um, Eleven thousand. I mean, it's a it's a lot, but I'm just saying, like the this has held its value better than NBA has. Oh, correct. Baseball leveled off much sooner. Yes. Okay. So in terms of value play, I, I want to talk about the big guys because I think that's where a lot of the attention is. Here's two lesser known guys. Um, I'll talk about these next two guys, then we can call Scott. We told him like 45, and then we'll yep. jump back to NBA if we have to. Okay. I think Bo Bichette. I, I asked you to pick up his stats. What are his stats for 2021? Um, so 2021 me, stats. So games played. Uh, games played regular season, 159. Okay. So he missed three games. Okay. So batting average and hits, please. Uh, his batting mm-hmm. average is 295. Oh boy. 298. Not, not too shabby. How many hits did he have? Um, actually, hang on. Let me just confirm this. Cause I'm looking at the batting ever. I'm seeing his at bats. Why doesn't it have it here? I think that batting average was for their game. That doesn't. No, because their game would be today. Okay, I've g- I actually have it here, real quick. What is it? What's the average? Is it two ninety eight? Batting average two ninety eight. Oh, okay. So I am looking at the right thing. One hundred ninety one hits, which was second in the league. Here's what's insane to me. J- just listen to these stats from a twenty three year old at the time last year, mm-hmm. and and you would think this is the next guy. And, and one of the things I heard recently too was like, ah, he's not really a power guy though. Yeah, he gets a lot of hits. Okay. Batted 300 with 191 hits, 121 runs, which is ridiculous. And for a guy with no power, 29 home runs, 102 RBI, and had 25 stolen bases. Part of the 25-25 club, with, if this guy didn't have Vlad on his team, his hobby value would be absolutely through the roof. A lot of guys will tell you coming into the season as well, 
They are one of the best young teams in baseball. They were on the verge of making the playoffs last year. I don't see why they're going to take any sort of a step back this year at all. In fact, I think they'll be better. I think Bo Bichette might be one of the best buys because I think his values are just so different. So we talked about those other guys. Wander, 2,000. Uh, Tatis and Acuna, 3,200. Soto, 4,500 for their first Bowman Chrome autos that are 9510s. Bo Bichette is, five, is 650 bucks. the same card. Less than a third of the price of Wander who is half the price of Soto. Mm. You talk about a guy with upside, and then he's got a bunch of other crazy cool cards that are super stupid cheap. His 2020 Topps Chrome PSA 10s, there's a whole bunch of cards I think are great great buys here. For example, the negative refractor is 350 bucks. It's a, it's a pop of 105. The pink refractor, pop of 1400, which again is still relatively low. It's a $100 card. The foil... 188, that's out of tops. His tops chrome just base card, just a base PSA 10. Let me look here. I just lost it because I'm a dum dum. It's like it's under a hundred bucks, I believe. Unless I'm wrong here, I could be. I mean his PSA 9 is only doing 17 bucks. I just think Bo Bichette, by and large, is one of the most undervalued kids who I think is going to have a monster season this year. Uh, he had one last year. We've already seen him do it. I think he's super cheap. Can you explain why he's so undervalued? Because yeah, he has a, oh, by the way, his PSA 10 tops Chrome has a pop of almost 10,000. So that's high. Okay. It's $45. Okay. Like, so why are people undervaluing him then? And the refractor, In your opinion. last one real quick, the refractor is a hundred bucks, 1700 population, because he has a guy on his team that was competing for the triple crown MVP last year in Vlad Guerrero. Uh, okay. Baseball has always been slow to respond to that second guy on the team. Gotcha. We saw it with Eloy Jimenez and Louis Robert. Mm -hmm. We've seen it. We've seen it a number of times. I just think Bichette is the, I just think the kid's going to be a stud. So I like Bichette okay. and he's way more attainable stuff. Look at his 2020 stuff, way more attainable. Another guy I never thought I would say is actually worth a look. Matt Olson. Matt Olson's had a good career anyways, but he was stranded in Oakland. Nobody cared. Now he's with Atlanta. Who's going to be a, a world series a playoff contender at the very least, I would think. Mm -hmm. Just look at his patch auto stuff. Like, I'm not even going back to his first rookie, but like museum patch auto to 25, sold for $32. Tops trip, uh, triple threads patch auto, number to 18, $21. He has a ton, like if you just go on there and look at his patch auto stuff, museum collection again, jumbo patch, 40. Here's a finest auto, number to 99, $18. I just think there's a decent play with just buying like nice patch autos of Matt Olson for under 40, maybe even the $50. Now say this is a movement with the season. I think he's going to have a good year. Like he always had. He's in Atlanta. He'll obviously get much more press on a team. That's going to compete. Like I think Matt Olson is a decent buy right now as well. And a safe buy. You know, we got to uh, curb the conversation because we're about to have Scott on, but he's joining I, us on zoom. Yeah. He's joining us. Oh. Um, the one that I, <laughs> I don't know if you didn't know you didn't mention uh, for a reason. Bobby Witt, who has had one of the <laughs> largest spikes in value. Yep. Are you not high on him? You don't. No, he's just unbelievable. I, I, we should have a ton of time to get to it. I figured as the see, but okay. I think he's starting the year. Ronick may know this even. Isn't he starting the year in Kansas City in the big leagues? I think that's the case. Yes, he is. He is. Yeah, I mean his stuff is on fire. I tell you another kid who's selling, which this is weird. We've had some of these on our socials. Julio Rodriguez, J Rod. For the uh, for the Mariners, another guy who's a stud. Uh, there's some unbelievable young talent, and it's going to come up this year, or, the, or that will start the year up. Uh, we'll get more. You know, we'll have Feinstein on next week to talk about after we're oh, like a yeah. week into the season. Okay. So this episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got 
a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on Cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. All right, guys. So quick, we're going to uh, have Scott uh, Greenberg. Not uh, You just told yeah, me. Scott Greenberg. Greenberg. It's on right. the screen. You can see it. I was saying Green Bar <laughs> earlier because I'm an idiot. Uh, he is the CEO of Starstock. Jumped on. Uh, Scott, appreciate you jumping in. I, I just want to hit you with a couple questions. So obviously, you guys were a sponsor of the show and the brand, and we you know happy to promote. And now it's become kind of a mess on our end. You know, people reaching out. What? Where are we? Where is the company at with getting people's cards back, orders? What's the staff look like? What can you tell the audience? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we, you know, we sent out an update about a couple of weeks ago. So I'll, I'll I'll reiterate some of the things in there, and then we have some some you know a, a few newer updates that I can share. So you know, obviously, um, we suspended raw uh, raw uh, card ingestion. Uh, a little over two months ago, um, currently still in taking graded cards, still in taking wax um, into the vault. Uh, you know, understandably, a lot of our customers requested to get their card shipped out. Um, currently, where we're at with that right now is we're about two to three months to receive your cards. And so we're currently working on orders from the last week of January and the first week of February. It's typically how we do things. Not exactly always the case, but for 99% of the instances, it's first in, first out. So the first uh, requests that come in are going to be the first requests that, that are worked on. Um, the way that the vault's laid out, if some requests are smaller, easier for us to get, we're able to kind of knock those out a little bit earlier. Um, graded cards and wax are, are being shipped out in about a month or so. Um, hey, what's that number look our- like, by the way? Like, do you have any idea how many people requested, like since you guys kind of stopped taking it raw to get their stuff yeah. back? Yeah, no, we know exactly. Um, so we had, you know, first off, like of of the people that requested, the majority of them came, you know, the first week or two after, you know, the news came out that we're not taking raw cards anymore. So we had 1,438 requests in, Q, in Q1 of 2022. Um, so it's a lot of requests, but just to compare that to the past, the previous quarter, we had 1,417 so it's only 21 more requests than the previous quarter. Um, just there, a, a 
big, big bulk of them came in that two-week span that we're starting to really hit right now. Um, now, part of our restructuring, we did, uh, we did unfortunately have to lay off a, a few people that were in our vault. Um, immediately after that, we started sending up card employees from New York um, to, to step in there. Now, these are people that are really familiar with how the vault works. A couple of them are actually people that basically built out the process on how we pick cards. Um, and we're additionally looking to hire about three or four more people in the vault. And so we did have our vault lead, um, who's been our lead up there for a year and a half. He has left the company, unfortunately. Um, but uh, we have uh, you know, a team up there right now. And we're looking to hire a few more as well. And, you know, the goal is in a few weeks that we'll probably have more people in the vault than we ever had. So we can start just like knocking out the bulk of these orders. Okay. I'm glad to hear you say it. Cause that is one thing like, and I, I take it with a grain of salt too. We've had ex employees reach out. Hey, there's only one person working in the room. Or like when we reached out to that guy, Alex, Hey, I'm the only one here. So that so you're saying that is not the case. So there are multiple people. That's not the case. Like we we immediately would send people up from New York to New Hampshire to step in for those that we lost um, up there. So of our of our vault team that was working out of the vault, you know, five or six months ago, um, we laid off a few and we had our vault lead leave. There's one of those guys remaining, but we've sent other people up there to replace. We've never, not one week in the history of the company since maybe like the first couple months that we launched, have we had one person in the vault doing shipping orders. Gotcha. Um, so one thing that the the expose, not expose, but the post that was put out uh, by card porn, basically saying that they spoke with some ex-employees and former or and current employees saying it was six to eight months for cards getting back. That was their estimation. But you say two to three months, uh, just to clarify, you, you think two to three months is a, a more accurate timeline. So we're, we're currently shipping out orders from about two to three months ago from now. So I anticipate that there's a chance that it could get a little bit longer than that, but not by, I don't think by much, like really the goal for us. And, and one of the reasons why we're going to, we're going to hire a few more people up there. It's like, we just really want to knock all these out in the next couple months or so. Um, and so I don't believe six to eight months as an estimate um, is accurate. Now, you know, these are estimates, um, but you know, my, my, you know, my take is that we'll be able to get people their cards out much faster than that. For people that are requesting their cards today in April, I certainly don't think it's going to take six to eight months for them to receive their cards. And are you still on location, like working at Starstock at the vault or, or are those in separate locations? The vault's up in New Hampshire. Um, I work out of New York. Um, Scott. Yeah, so our, our COO, my co-founder, Mike, who's our COO, and he's he's like the head of our card operations. He He's up at the vault frequently. He's been up there every few weeks or so. Just a question uh, as far as logistics go. So you guys let go a number of people uh, at the vault to then proceed by hiring. Now you're looking to hire people for the vault. Was there, is there something else going on that you would let them go and then hire new people for the positions? No, I think, um, you know, for us, we looked at our, we looked at our team when we were doing this, this round of layoffs. Um, We tried to, um, you know, pick places where we, we felt like we would be able to um, kind of downstaff. You know, we expected there'd be an uptick in, in shipping requests. Um, I think we might have underestimated a little bit. I mean, we, we've suspended raw 
ingestion, but essentially everything else is is the same. Like we are still operating. Um, we continue. We will continue to operate. The marketplace is functioning. We're selling cards every day. We're we're intaking graded cards. We're intaking wax. Um, and so I think it was you know um, a situation where we thought you know we we wouldn't need as as much help up there as as it turns out that we probably do need. And so um, um, you know the. To that point about the the you're still taking things in in the the site. So we've had multiple people reaching out saying that there've been issues with the website as far as it's either being down or aspects of it being down where they can't um, get information. Are you aware of this? Have you heard anything about yeah. this? Yeah, we've had some performance issues over the past few days. Um, this is something we've experienced tons of times throughout the last two years since we've been operating. So we have a really strong engineering team. We've pulled. A, a good amount of our engineering resources to work on this. Um, nothing that we're concerned about, just, uh, you know, a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit more on our servers than, than we're able to handle at certain times during the day. Okay. Um, and so, you know, we're aware that there's been some CS tickets coming in for that. Um, and we're working on ways to, to fix these performance issues, but um, it's really nothing too out of the ordinary for us. So, so long as the, the clarification, I think a lot of guys want to hear is, you are focusing on making sure the customers that were already customers are being taken care of before you guys delve into the NFT world or whatever else Starstock is looking to do. They want to know that they are being taken care of first. Would you, do you have anything to say to that? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I hear that. I was talking with a few people on, on Twitter over the past couple of days. Like I, I totally understand that. Um, and that's really important to us as well. I know there's, there's frustration from some of our customers. Um, you know, we have shifted a lot of uh, focus towards building out an NFT product. Um, and, you know, we still uh, have a good amount of resources that are that are working on our, part, our card product simultaneously. Um, as I just told you, like we we want we want our customers to be happy. We want to get everybody their cards back as fast as possible. Everyone's cards are safe. Um, and now it's just a matter of us uh, really you know, working on process improvements and ways that we can get these cards out faster. And so we've been actively working on that. Um, you know, we, we reduced our costs from 50 cents per card to 20 cents per card about three weeks ago. One thing that we're working on that we hope to roll out a solution for next week is actually for people that have shipped in cards to us, haven't necessarily sold those cards and want them home. We're working on a process that will allow for them to get them much, much faster. Um, so the way that the vault is set up, uh, when cards are transacted, they're not, they don't get moved. Um, we don't want to touch the cards unless we absolutely need to. And so if someone comes onto Starstock, they buy 100 cards from 100 different sellers. Now that's a hard shipment for us to pick because we, we have to go to 100 different locations. If there's someone who ships us 100 cards, maybe they sell two or three of them, but they want the other 97 back. Well, those 97 will all be stored in our vault in one location. So we're working on something that we hope to get out next week that will allow um, to get those out faster. And then, as I told you, you know, we hope in a few weeks that we'll have more people working in the vault than, than we ever had and that we can bang out, you know, the majority of these uh, orders that came in late January and February and, and get them back to our customers as fast as possible. Okay. Um, I did have one other question, but are you good or... Michael? Yeah, good. Yeah, I'm okay. trying to. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. So the I think one of the big things we wanted, one of the reasons why we want to have you on, is because we have gotten so many guys reaching out, and 
they're saying they can't get a hold of anybody. They can't get in touch with anybody there. Is there a best practice of like who to contact, uh, how to do that? Yeah. So, I mean, look, I, I look at our customer service board like every single week. I talk directly with a number of our um, employees that touch the, you know, the customer service aspect of our business. If you send a message to support at Starstock, we are answering to every single one of those. Now, I've actually seen, uh, you know, things online about that as well. People that have said, hey, I've tried to email them four or five times. I've looked at the customer service board and I've seen that we've responded from multiple people multiple times to these guys. And so I think what would be likely in some scenarios is if you're emailing a specific like name at Starstock, um, it's possible that one, that person doesn't work for us anymore or two, um, it's getting overlooked. If, If you send a message to support, like we respond back right away. I've had people that have CC'd me in there as well. Um, and whenever I get an email, I certainly either respond. I'm not able to respond to all of them. But if I can't respond myself, I forward it to two people at our company that can. So just um, support so, at Starstock. Is that it? Support at Starstock.com. Okay. Um, I think the the it should be noted to our listeners, too, is while we have gotten negative uh, responses as far as how things have been handled, it is funny. We still have gotten a few. I personally just yesterday got guys reaching out who said at least two guys said that they did send stuff in uh they got it they requested it back and they did get it back they didn't if they didn't know from the larger audience of people saying hey i'm not getting my stuff they said they wouldn't have known there was an issue so it i don't know if it is a limited amount and those people just have a very loud voice but either way i think that they should be taken care of and it sounds I mean, as long as you're living up to what you're telling us, Scott, it sounds like they will be taken care of in the next two to three months, hopefully. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. You know, we're we're still here. Business is still operating. Card business is still operating, and we're working our very best to get get cards back to people as fast as possible. Like we understand um, the nature of our business. We understand that we have possession of other people's possessions and things that they own, and not only that, but collectibles, things that um, some people have taken months or even years building up a collection that they trusted us with. We understand that. We've always appreciated it. Um, and we understand that there might be concern around our business, but you know, all everybody's cards are safe as they always have been. And we're trying as fast, we're trying as best as possible to get people their cards fast. And so we're, we're really working on that. And I'm super confident that over the next, you know, several weeks and, and the coming month or two, uh, people will really start to see a lot of progress with that, especially since we are now really starting to get into the bulk of those shipping orders that came immediately after we decided, um, you know, to a- a- announce that we're changing, you know, the direction of the business a little bit. So just one quick last question. So of the 1400 and change you said you got in quarter one, any idea how many have been processed to date as of now? Um, I, ac- I don't have the number off the top of my head, but I do, as I told you, we're working, through that last week of January and that first week of February right now. So I spoke with uh, one of our team members from the vault this week and I was messaging back and forth with him earlier this morning. And and that's, you know, those are the orders that we're working on right now. Okay, cool. Yeah. So that's the recap then support at starstock.com. And, and you, again, if so, I'll just tell the audience, if you don't hear back, like let us know and we'll call Scott. Cause he said they are responding to everybody two to three months behind. Uh, and and yep. yeah. And, and if you don't hear back, forward it to me. <laughs> I'm okay. Scott at starstock.com and I'll either respond back to you directly. I, I get a lot of, 
I've been getting a lot of emails from from customers or I'll forward them directly over to um, someone on our support team to get back to you. And you guys are actively, there's multiple people in the vault now and you're going to continue to hire people to work through the backlog. That's what you're, that's what the story, that's what you're telling us. Correct. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Cool. Hey, Thank that's you, it. Scott. I appreciate you saying, I and mean, we want to hear from the source. So, uh, thanks for the time, man. And uh, we'll catch up with yeah, you down and, the road. And last thing I'll say, like, look, I, I know, um, you know, uh, we, we definitely could have done a better job communicating some of these things earlier on, and we'll be continuing to send out updates, uh, through email. Um, and if I have, if, when we have more updates, I'll, I'll, I'll shoot you guys a text as well. So you could share with people. Um, good. We're hoping to have a, a, you know, another shipping update, as I said, next week, um, for those people that, uh, sent in cards and, and, and didn't sell any of them and want, and want to receive those back. And so that okay. will probably be the next update that we send out, um, in the coming days or so. Appreciate awesome. It. Well, we'll be in touch, man. Thank you. Thanks Scott. Cool, guys. Appreciate it. All have right, a we'll good day. Take care. Yeah, so Scott Greenberg, CEO of Starstock. Uh, we'll drop this one in the episode today. I'm actually going to leave it where it was at. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, I, I was obviously pretty quiet during that. Um, here, here's my take. I feel take. like you got the wind taken out of your sails. <sighs> yeah, I guess. Did I'm you so want to be angrier or do you feel no, like. No, uh, so I'm going to save judgment. So, because I've had ex employees and other people who are kind of uni- uh, anonymous reach out to us. Uh, I don't necessarily have an issue with the card porn story. It happened last week. I also, my, my thing to the people who respond to us there too was the same as I'll, I'll say right now. I, I have a, I struggle with anonymity. Mm-hmm. I don't know who is making that post. And I, and again, I know those people don't care that I don't know about that. It's fine. That's the design. But I also don't know who wrote the message. I've now been told by the CEO that there are multiple people in the vault. There have always been. He did say that from the beginning of the company, there weren't, but since then there have never been less than there's never just been one person. They are hiring on new staff to get things back. So the th- actually the thing I was checking when I was quiet. So we got two Instagram messages in the last three days. One order was from the 22nd. The other was from the 28th. They were both like 40 and 70 cards. Mm-hmm. They just got their stuff back. So that is in line with it. I've heard from other people it's taking longer. So he said the estimate is two to three months. I'm just going to tell the audience, stay on us. If you have not heard back, if mm-hmm. you don't get a response, tell me. And we'll forward the emails ourselves or we'll call people. Uh, yep. we'll do what we got to do to make it right. Cause we supported the company. I still struggle and I wasn't going to, I'm not going to bring this up cause it's not going to help our listeners, but you got your crew. And then I hear from people who work for the company. And I, I do know this for a fact that there are multiple people on the marketing side of the NFTs. I struggle with that. Take care of well, your supporting customers. That's why I specifically yeah. asked about that. Cause it does, that is one of the outcries <clears throat> motives of you have had is like, why are you pushing NFTs when right. I still don't have my cards? If they live up to, so I'm going to give it a couple more weeks and, and I'm going to be quiet about it for now. If there are people working there, and by the way, I don't need to hear from any more people who used to work there or anything else, unless you're going to put a name on it and come on camera and talk with me. I, I just don't put any stock in that stuff. Um, I have one guy who I know and trust and I speak to fairly regularly who is, you know, keeps me a, at least abreast of most of what is going on there. I should have believed that. Should not have believed that. <laughs> uh, and here's the deal. That's all I can say. The kid just came on and told us they're going to continue to hire and they will respond to everybody. If that is not the case, after you hear this episode, tell me and we will call him again and we will stay on him and make sure people get their stuff back. So yep. that's it. If that doesn't happen, there will be a much more unpleasant conversation next time. But for now, I have nothing. That's why I don't have anything to say. Those are the things I wanted addressed because I've heard it from everybody else who doesn't have a name. Now I've heard it from the person who has identified himself as he is the CEO of the company. Now I have somebody to hold specifically accountable from April 7th going forward. So 
That's what I'm going to reserve my judgment for. I'm going to give it the next, not judgment. I've already been very judgmental, but if you don't hear things, let us know. We'll, we'll step in and help again. So, um, you know what? Let's, let's go ahead and give some shout outs. How about that? You want to do that? I do. Cheer, okay. Cheer people up. Look at this on the wall, by the way. Did you notice I put that up there? I did. You hung it. Yeah. Not level, but it looks good. It, no, it is level. I put a level on it. Everything else around it is not level. <laughs> you just so. got to match the unlevelness. Uh, I don't want to. All right. Um, guys, thank you. Uh, we don't typically ask for free things unless. We don't ever ask for free things. No, I, I think I do sometimes. Like for card, like base cards or something. Uh, that's really oh, that's the only true. thing I've ever asked for. In a very gentle, nice way. But you guys have been super generous. Um, Michael Finlay Finlayson. It's from Canada, so I, I used to know a Scott Finlayson. No, you did not. Sure. Any sure relation, did. Michael? Let us know. Um, since some just random cards, but one of my favorites in there, uh, and Mike can appreciate too. A uh, Ben Schwartz patch. Oh yeah, John Ralph, on there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but just like some cool uh, celebrity. Uh, Allen and Ginter cards. The big fella lit up with that Ben Schwartz card. I, I thought that was really cool. But by far, probably the coolest gift that we've gotten. Um, uh, do you call these gifts? What do you call them? Just, yeah, I guess it's a gift. Yeah. It's Duxbury. What is it? Duxbury, Duxbury made. made. D-U-X-B-U-R-Y. Duxbury made. To fully appreciate this, mm. you guys got to see it. And we'll post some pictures. That's It'll definitely be in the new office. Um, we need to post the pics of the stuff, too. Actually, yeah. it's good timing. We're going to be moving in the office in less than a, well, in about a month. So basically, he apparently does woodworking. Um, and he did a whole, like, set of not only... Uh, a nice little wall piece. You you can see it. Check out the YouTube we'll if you a, haven't already. We'll take a picture too. Yeah. Um, it's I believe it's on the YouTube uh, most recent video. But basically not just a logo, our logo etched in wood um, and then varnished and all whatever else he did. But also like these really cool card holders. Um, specifically wall one, designs. And one specific to Batman and those Batman cards that I have. And he even included some Batman cards in there. It's a nine card mag magnetic display holder. And yeah. he sent it full. And like pretty cool. all the stuff he did to like uh, the customization. Don we are, they're not a sponsor, but they sent us this really cool stuff that we really like. So we want to give them a shout out. So yeah. very nice. We'll send some pictures too. We'll send a picture. We'll post a picture of us on Instagram and all that, but we need, I will for sure do it when I actually hang those card displays in the new office. Oh, absolutely. Those, they're pretty cool. The Batman ones. While I like the Batman cards in there, I do. I am going to put some of those other Batman cards I got in those holders yeah. and go nuts. Yeah. that would be really cool. Um, all right. Mailbag. I thought I had something else to say, but I really don't. That's fine. We had a bunch of other crap. We, oh, we didn't talk about releases. Yeah, so Stars and Stripes. 2021 Stars and Stripes comes out tomorrow. It's super cheap. I actually have, I think I got six to ten boxes of this. I'm going to sell them for like 80 bucks a piece. This is a product. First of all, it's cool. You can rip it. It's super cheap. There's a bunch of autos and patch autos in it, but it's all like the like team American team, like the under 18, not oh. even to the prospect level yet. Like where it, high school and stuff? Yep, some oh. of that too. Where it gets interesting is if you hold the stuff for a couple of years, mm. as the guys pop, you can actually get some really nice stuff. Bryce Harper is one that comes to mind who was in this product years ago. I'm sure there's a bunch of others. For what it is, I don't think it's a bad rip. It's super cheap. I, I okay. actually kind of like it for that. Um, I And you want to talk about Star Wars. <laughs> I did. Well, here's a, I'm going to also pass this along for anybody who doesn't know. Did you know on Blowout Cards, uh, they have a whole forum well, that's their their big claim to fame is their forum, but they have a page that is constantly updated with the new release calendar. I did not know that until you were gone and I wanted to talk about what was coming out on oh. Monday's episode. So if anybody's ever wondering, 
Hey, I haven't heard the ep- the show. What's coming out this week? You can go there and check it out. One of those things that is coming out tomorrow mm-hmm. is the 2021 Top Star Wars Masterwork Hobby Box. Going for $425 right now. Um, it's four packs, five cards per pack, uh, two autos per master box, and one on-card auto guaranteed. The thing is, like it or hate it, I mean, Star Wars is a Who hates phenom- Star Wars? Come on. I mean, people... This like when I posted the stuff about the new zero card collection being that the the card set is still not sports related. There's still like the handful. Of, most guys love the new the new card set. There's a handful who are like trash, hate it, stupidest thing. So bottom line, whether you like non sports cards or not, there's still a lot of value. And I think these are actually really cool. The fact that you get autos um, and that they have it's such an iconic work. I think that this is a good investment. Uh, just because the last, like last year set, the 2020 is doing like $500. The year before that, I think is doing somewhere around like 400 uh, per box. So obviously it seems to be holding its value somewhat. I wonder who the key rookies are in it. <laughs> I actually do wonder about that. Like, are there yeah. certain people who signed this year who haven't before? That's actually a, I've a never question. ripped a Star Wars Masterwork box. That would be really cool to have one. Um, by yeah. the way, last week before we hit the mailbag, yeah. what was what would have your, been your take on the 2022 Panini Prism WWE? I said that I was a buyer, but I wouldn't go heavy into it because I think it's going to pop now. And then is it still a thousand bucks a box or is it it's sold out on blowout? I mean, the buzz around it's ridiculous. I, I don't know anything about it. And obviously I've been checked out with family stuff the last few days, but like you look on social, people are all over it. It's the first year of prism. The only thing I would tell people is if you can be patient, just don't rip it. That's yeah, that was my thing. I think it's an investment as a box. I don't know if I'd open it, but there is like their, uh, they're selling right now. They're just not selling for, I don't know if it's worth a thousand dollars. Cause you get 144 cards per box and there are, uh, there it's a thousand dollars. So you have to do like $6 a card or something on that. Yeah. But you're chasing the big stuff like the silvers, the autos, the color. I just haven't seen many, even the autos, um, that have actually sold for over like two to $300. So, Hmm. I mean, not to say that, you're not going to find value in there, but I do wonder if this is like, Oh, it's super hot now and it drops in the next week or two, or if this will maintain, I think you just formula one. Yeah. And I just think it's one of those, you can just keep it sealed. I honestly, I think that's the best play with it. So without further delay, I am so happy to say we have got dusty sleigh. Did I mean for that to rhyme? Wow. What a killer introduction. Dusty. Take it away. Well, the nonsense has begun. There, and, and those That's words, how it started. Ronick, with there's those your cue. words, we have officially begun our interview with Dusty Slay. The go. man, the myth, the legend. Uh, Nashville, not native, but currently living here in Nashville. Is that correct? Yeah, I've been here about eight years. I don't know. Yeah, eight years. How, where are you from originally? Alabama. Uh, don't you I grew up in a town called Opelika, Alabama. You know what? I want to let the man speak and not Michael from Boston. I want Alabama Dusty to speak. Dusty, um, what did you think when I approached you on the street, uh, giving you my business card and asking if you'd join a sports card podcast? Did you say to yourself, I'm definitely in on that? Well, uh, yeah. You know, I, I'm in. I'm in for it, but I, I like the way you did it. You go. You were buying shirts, and you go. Do you accept cards? And I said he yes. Remembers. And then you gave me a business card. I'm going to tell you right now, Dusty. He has been so proud of himself about this moment. It is. Uh, it is not financially unmotivated, though. Well, I made a little. It's not a wager, but I made. I. He has a promissory, and I owe you. We have a big company launching. 
And it already launched, but once it gets rolling here, we're going to hopefully sell this thing off for a bunch of money. I've told him if he got you on the podcast, he got 25 grand out of my pocket when that sells. I considered it a win-win no matter what What is Dusty's cut of that, though? Have you discussed that Dusty yet? and I will work that out on the side. It doesn't matter what you need to know about right now. And I have to tell yeah, you one I mean, of those. If you make 25 grand, I would take a small piece. <laughs> That's 22,000 for Dusty. That sounds fair. You know what, though, Dusty? Small, smaller than that. 21. Wow. Just, this... He's working his way down, and I appreciate that. He's a man yeah, of the people. just buy a shirt. You know what I mean? <laughs> buy a shirt. You didn't wear the shirt hat. or the hat, by the way. What are you uh, doing? I'll even throw in a sticker. I, the fact that you wear your hat on stage is just, I mean, you are such a class uh, to yourself. I couldn't appreciate it more. I would have what, worn it on, myself. What, what does that mean? A class to himself? What it does that mean? Like he you just sit in a room by himself? <laughs> just hanging out? Dusty... Tell us about your life in the sports card world. <laughs> Transition right there. Well, you know what? When I was a kid, we used to collect all kinds of cards. I had I had wrestling cards. <gasps> um, I wish I had them handy. I bet I do have them. I would have to. No, run get, but I have. I had wrestling cards. I had NASCAR cards. I had a full set. I think it was 1992 Don Russ baseball cards. Now we're talking. Are you kidding me, Dusty? Uh, this is such a... Hey, Dusty, how old are you, by the way? Are you all right? I'm, I'm 39. Oh, okay. We're 35. I'm not going to lie to you. The wrestling... Well, I call it wrestling, but that's fun. <laughs> Those cards... Well, I called it wrestling, too. But, you know, as the society has its way of beating yep. its grammar into me. <laughs> oh, jeez. Don't that's... succumb. The, surprisingly <laughs> enough, dude, late... 80s, early 90s wrestling cards have gone absolutely insane. Like Hulk Hogan stuff and some of the big name stuff has 10 to 20 X over the past three years. Well, you could you know, be a rich I'm, man. I grew up in Opelika, Alabama, which is about 30 minutes from Columbus, Georgia, which I feel like is where the old NW, what was it? NWA, National Wrestling Alliance. Oh yeah, the original before WWE and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah, Before WCW, I feel like that's where it started. So we were WCW fans. Obviously I love Hulk Hogan, but you know, Sting and Ric Flair uh, back in the day, that was that is so the Steiner brothers. I'm okay. Before I, I remember. Say, okay. So before the show, uh, in fact, by the time our listeners are hearing this, we will have already talked about some other uh, wrestling cards because just on Wednesday, one of the hottest card products of this year, uh, specifically for wrestling, just came out. And it is first time ever to uh, the yeah, inaugural year. This, this card, this Prism uh, 2022 WWE wrestling card set, it costs. For 144 cards, it costs a thousand dollars, basically. Thousand bucks a box, and guys are—it's completely sold out. Guys love it, but I, so I was looking up like, okay, card values, things like that. The things that are popping off the most right now—you said Brock Lesnar, his card over the last. I never month, heard him say Brock Lesnar. Did you not say Brock Lesnar? Who'd you say? Not no, Brock I was talking. He was talking old school. Guys. Oh, well, the Hulk Sting, Hogan, Ric Flair, what? Steiner Brothers. So Brock Lesnar was number one, but Hulk Hogan is number two on that list as far as over the last month he's up over two hundred percent in value for his 2015 Topps Chrome Hulk Hogan card. I want Not you to bad. go through your old set because some of these are like from the 1980s and 70s. You could be sitting on a gold mine, Dusty. I don't mind telling you. 
Well, I will go back through it. I mean, who knew? I who? mean, I never thought they would be worth anything. I have, you know, Sid Vicious and and there was a wrestler, El Gigante. Hey, was Sid Vicious was, the dude with like the, he had the permed mullet? Yes. Dude, yeah. The only man who's ever, my grandmother, I watched my 98 year old grandmother get a perm this week. I was up there. I thought she was going to die. She's not. She actually is doing just fine. So she's having a good time, as you would say. But I remember right. Sid Vicious with that. I was like, dude, he's got a mullet and it's permed. He was legit. Have you ever thought about perming your, uh, you don't have a mullet per se, but you could pull it off. I feel like. Yeah, I probably could, but people already like said, compare me to Theo Vaughn. So if I did the mullet, <laughs> I don't know if he has a mullet, but if I did it, that's what I would get all the time. So have, I never can do the mullet. Have you and Theo Vaughn ever done anything? Com comedy wise? No, I mean, we've done some shows together at Zany's, but nothing yeah. else. That was our first time at Zany's, by the way, the other day. We enjoyed yeah. it. We came specifically to see you and there was a absolute treat. That being the case, I have a question for you and I need to know this, whether you feel like you can divulge it or not. Apparently there's a secret guest on Monday night's Zany sh comedy show that my wife got tickets for with a mutual couple of friends of ours, the O'Sales. They are going, they bought these tickets because they have hopes that you are going to be there as the this host. This Monday? This coming Monday. Are you going oh. to be at Zany's this Monday? What no. is this Monday? What's happening? Um, that's a solid question, but the fact that you don't already have plans to be there. Here's a question. Is making, on my show, you brought up that your wife bought tickets for your other people's you friends. Are, where are you going to be on Monday? I'll come back. You are going to be in Miami, Florida. Thank you very okay. much. This coming Monday... He's, you are not going to be there, though, and that makes me want to cancel well, that, this. No, that doesn't mean that I won't be there. Is this going to be the show where they're, it's the charity show where they're raising money for um, oh, if it was the company charity, that I washes people's clothes? Um, the company that what? That does not sound like what we're signing up Who's for. Who's the company that washes clothes? Uh, Suds and Buds. Yep. For the friends. Yeah. I don't think that's it though, but uh, that no. seems fun. Suds and buds. That seems like you're getting high while doing laundry. Uh, um, I don't, I don't believe that's what it is. So Monday's uh, upcoming Monday show. Uh, it is the okay, new, it, material new material Mondays, new material Mondays benefiting the laundry project. Is that it? Oh yes. Well, I do oh. have plans to be there <gasps> for the laundry project. You know what? You just save Zany's a whole bunch of money because I am not canceling those tickets after all. Not that I think. All I right. So I'm going to see you there Yeah, again. that's going to be great. Suds and Buds. I don't know. I forget what it's called. <laughs> but yeah, they're a very good charity. They raise money for people to, uh, like homeless people, to wash their clothes. Oh, well, that's pretty nice. That's awesome. Yeah. There you go. So if you live in Nashville, guys, come on down to Zany's on Monday. Hang out with me and I guess Dusty will be there too. You know what I'm doing on Monday, Dusty? Not that he cares. <laughs> I'm going to tell him. I'm going to a wedding. Not even my cousin, right. my wife's cousin. On a oh, Monday, Monday in 90-degree weather, I have to wear a black suit and a bow tie. Where's it going to be 90 degrees at? Miami, Florida. A place oh, I yeah. have no interest in ever being, despite the fact that I have a sister down there. <laughs> and I certainly don't want to be at some wedding that's going to cost me money. So not, if, not thrilled. I hope you, you and Dusty have a great time at Suds and Buds while I'm sweating <laughs> on the beach in a tuxedo like an idiot. Getting high, doing laundry. <laughs> Suds and Buds. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and... Uh, Is this a new show? This could be the new go show. Go ahead and clean that out. Of up. It's a family show, and that's okay. It's medicinal. Well, don't do drugs, though. Don't that's, do it unless you're... Unless you're washing laundry. laundry. Yeah, yeah, then it's fine. Perfect. Uh, um, all right. So the the whole premise of you coming on was just to expose the audience to Dusty Slay, your comedy. Do you have anything coming up like any because here's here's what I don't understand is how are you not 
you don't have your own Netflix special out there right now. You you are on Netflix, but you don't have like a stand up standalone like Nate does. Nate Bergazzi. Um, well, I have the thirty minute special on the stand up, which is amazing. That's uh, where we got introduced to you. Yeah, and that's Nate's. Uh, that was also Nate's first Netflix thing. Oh. Was the stand ups. So the thirty minute the stand ups is kind of like an intro. You know, and if it performs well, then you end up getting your own hour. So in other words, by the time that next thing comes back, you will not be responding to Instagram messages from us. That's what you're telling me. I mean, he's already a blue check mark. So the fact that we got him on the first time. It is amazing how busy I got after that, how many podcasts I've done, how much. So it has been harder to find the time. Sure. But this is great. I also have a baby. Oh, really? I didn't know that. You're a new dad, right? Yeah, so when I'm not doing comedy and I'm not um, doing podcasts, I'm being a dad. What's that like? Is that a, a fun experience for you? It's honestly the best. I love it. I oh, mean, good. it is nonstop because babies never, babies are never like, you know what? You just go off, do your own thing. I'll entertain myself. <laughs> I got this. Uh-huh. <laughs> be cool if they did though. No, I mean. Yeah, if babies, they're like, you know what? You got some stuff to do today. Go do it. I'll feed myself. <laughs> I'll take, no big deal. <laughs> they you don't never worry do about that. Me. No. Yeah. Babies are kind of selfish in that way, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, they need you all the time. Yeah, you hate. I mean, you tell me. <laughs> I have my kid. Is just a, no, she's great. Um, here's a question though. Hang on, his kid to, is his kid is almost. Is she eight she's now? She's eight years she's old. She just turned yeah. and is literally taller than me. So oh, she's a giant. I've grown to disdain no. my godchild. Yeah, That's she's fine. She likes you though. Um, here when you get to your daughter, it's a daughter, right, or a son? I yes, actually it don't is. know. So when your daughter gets a little older, are you going to introduce her to the world of cards, maybe wrestling cards or anything like that? Uh, yeah, that'd be great. You know, I'm <laughs> uh, have it she on already the watches. She already watches a little college football with me and uh, oh. she seems to be into the roll tide and um, oh, Alabama fan. That makes a lot of sense. You knew what that was. Well, you know, I'm from Alabama and uh, I also, but honestly, I like Auburn too. I don't, I don't cheer against Auburn, but Auburn is a hard team to pull for because it feels like they're always making bad decisions. I mean, Auburn Fair. during the off season was like just trying to get their coach fired that they just got. <laughs> I I feel like our collegiate fans are going to absolutely love this. This is one thing that is new to I'm from Boston. So I came down, I've been on it for 16 years though. And the first thing I was exposed to was Friday nights. And I was like, I don't know what we're talking about. Like Chili's emptied out real quick. And people were like, you got a high school football, which I, just not a thing in Boston. Like we just don't, we don't play high school football. We don't graduate from high school. (laughs) We're just, we're not about the high school life. And then I got introduced to big orange. And I was like, this is, like rednecks on monsters. And I don't think monsters well, existed yeah. then. <laughs> so. During football season, the weekend's gone. Friday, high school, Saturday, college, Sunday, the pros, Monday, the pros. I mean, you can't, you can't escape it. That's a really solid point. Is NFL or just football in general taking over our lives? Comment below. What are you talking to? The great thing the about podcast. the NFL is it's, <laughs> there's no word to comment. Is it's, it's a short, I don't know. I feel like it's a short season. You know, you can get in. The get, baseball's hard for me because it's a game like every day. Oh, yeah. For oh, three like years it. in a row. Yeah. I got into the World Series this year because I'm, you know, I grew up a uh, Braves fan. And so that was awesome. Nice. Um, you know, the you opening know, so. today is today, in fact. Kind of a big deal. We've we've talked about it a little bit. Are you going to be turning on the, the tube, watching a couple games? 
Well, I'll be honest. I'm just learning that today is the opening day. We're breaking news right here. We're breaking news. I, I learned about 20 minutes ago myself. So, yeah. so Jesse doesn't know anything about sports. That's the fun That's thing about the show. That's the premise of the show. I'm, a, I'm learning not only sports, but the sports card world. And I, I like what I see. I can tell you that much. I, I would like to invite others who are not a part of it to join me. And I think you're there with us now, Dusty. Yeah, I mean, sports is fun. You know, football, though, lately, I don't know. I feel like there's so many sketchy things. There's so many bad calls that change the outcome of a game where I'm like, come on. Like, like the Cleveland Browns, I feel like towards the end of the year, like one of their last plays was an interception, but it felt like it was pass interference. And it's like, had that not happened, the interception wouldn't have happened. And then the game was over and their season was over. And I'm like, <laughs> come on, dude. You can't get this call right. The fact that you're watching a Browns game is kind of surprising to me. I mean, I didn't know people actually watched that team. Well, there's a few that I'm interested in just for the idea that they never really reach reach the goal, right? Yeah. So I'm like, I want to see it happen. Yeah. And then, Underdog you know, thing. Yes. Do you find that you watch sports for your comedy at all? Is there ever going to be a, a bit where it's like, I was watching Roll Bama, Roll Tide over the weekend. It, insert joke there. I don't really have anything else. Well, <laughs> this is the only good sports joke I have. And I only think college football fans get it. But I say where I come from, you're either an Alabama fan or you went to college. <laughs> and, Do you know what that means? Yeah. I, don't, I don't get the joke. Okay. That's a joke well, about the, the education level. And then, well, this gotcha. is what happens, gotcha. right? Okay. It's in Alabama. There, Everybody is a bandwagon fan, right? So, you know, um, so I say either you, uh, what do I say? Either you're an Alabama fan or you went to college, right? So the people who went to college are all no fans. Okay. Got it. But then I, <laughs> right. But then I say, but I didn't go to college. So roll tide, right? And so it's a two-part joke. At first, everybody that hates Alabama claps. And then I bring it back on them. And then they feel like they really- That's called a win-win right there. They, they feel like you really uh, stepped on them and then they no longer go to your shows anymore. That's okay to alienate yeah, people. Yeah, a few months ago, a few months ago, I opened for Jeff Foxworthy, <clears> who <throat> is a Georgia Bulldog graduate. And we were doing a show in Atlanta at a huge theater. And- um, so I, Georgia won the national championship this year. So I did that first part of that joke and that audience went nuts. I mean, it was, it exploded in there. Oh, awesome. And then I brought the other half back on them. <laughs> and the, when that's when the guns, great. and that's when the guns came out. <laughs> that's yeah. What happens I actually saw Jeff, he's got a thing on Netflix. I know. I watched this the other day and I, I swore it was from 1988 because it was the same boots and jeans and jacket and he looked identical. Oh, he has not aged. That's a little yeah. creepy. He's a good looking guy though. I mean, if you want like a dad mm. figure, a nostalgic dad. A little tall for me. That's fair Fine. enough. Um, Dusty, honestly, I didn't think, I didn't know how this was going to go. <clears throat> I absolutely love. Oh, I told you so how glad. I thought it would be. Oh, but, you were very nervous about it. The oh no no no, you were nervous. I just thought it'd be a train wreck and we could scrub the audio. No. <laughs> That's always my play on the podcast. I tell Jesse, I'm like, here's the good news: if everything's terrible, it's like, dude, the guy didn't show. Like, we just bash the guest and we don't release it, and then it's it's, it's all good. So but we would never. We're gonna well, keep I'm this. Glad up. I, I'm glad it's going well though, because I don't want you to bash me saying I didn't show. No, Sometimes no, I don't show, but I. We actually are going to do that with some other people coming up after this segment. So yeah, we're, we're going to save our negativity oh. for other <laughs> okay. guests. So, um, Dusty, I, I don't really have anything else for you. I'm really glad that you came on. We're going to try and get Nate Bergazzi to come on. We keep on. Well, are we? 
I mean, I don't you, care about that. I already told you I thought Dusty was funny. I think Nate's a big sports guy. Nate, Nate likes golf. Uh, and Vanderbilt. He's gone on our um, boss's podcast, Bill Simmons. Uh, he's gone on his well, podcast a couple of times. The numbers are a little bit different, I think. That's what helps. You know, we, we have pretty good numbers. We'll crack the top 50 now and again, which we're pumped about. Simmons gets 4 million listeners an episode. It's a little, well, it's close. Well, it, hopefully you can send all those people to my Netflix. Here we go. Up season three, because the better it performs, the be- better chance I get a full hour. I cannot tell you people, if you don't go there and just put it on repeat and just walk out of the room, if you have to, after you've seen it two or three times, just leave it on repeat. We'll spread COVID to everybody who doesn't listen. That's, I don't think I'm we want to say that. that, but we do want to do something of a threat. We no. do want to threaten people in some way. <laughs> yeah, threaten them, but I don't want to be involved. Yeah, right. I mean, no, this is this not, isn't coming from Dusty. This is not a Dusty sanctioned event. But Dusty, do you have anything else coming up that we can push guys to well, anything April, to check out? April twenty sixth, I'll be back at Zanies. I do a monthly show there, so I'll be back at Zanies. Yep. April twenty sixth. In addition to me, I have a very hot lineup of Buy the people. Tickets. It's going to be so good. That is on a Tuesday. Are you going to dress like the bartender again? I noticed last time you and the bartender. Was that a planned that, thing? That was the bartender's thing. He bought, he dressed uh, up. That was not. Well, nice. we just happen to have a similar style, you know? Cool. Sure. Totally cool and classy. Southern. Did you buy tickets yet? Yeah. I am buying the tickets. We're as we buying speak. tickets right now. Only $17. It's going to be a really hot lineup. I'm if, very excited about it. I want to be in the front. I want to be one of the people who he makes a joke about. Like, oh, oh yeah, everybody thought that was funny, except for the angry little idiot. Like, that's, <laughs> I want to be that you guy. You want to be that guy. Uh, the person well, I, I don't do too much of that. I know um, you're a nice guy, but but a couple, you know, I got uh, I got some good comics coming on. Uh, Greg Warren will be back. Greg Warren is uh, big time. GW show. Yeah, G- sure. Everybody knows Greg Warren no. on the 26th. He's coming. Yes, you I'll gotta buy love tickets. it. I'm you know what? Here's the other thing. First two listeners to comment on this podcast in the review and say they want to go to the show. Tickets on us. There you go. I'm not sitting with um, you or speaking with you, yeah. but I will buy your tickets to the show. That's fair enough. Yeah. Perfect. Absolutely. There you go. Dusty, thank you. It's been an absolute thank pleasure. You. Yeah, appreciate, I appreciate it, man. appreciate you having me. Thanks you for the time. The yeah, and man. I'm about to go sell some WCW cards. <laughs> oh, man. Steiner Brothers, here we go. Suds and Buds and yeah. Steiners. That's what we send, all took out of this. You can send us our cut later. Thanks, Dusty. All right, Before man. he was Big Papa Pump. All right. Great to see you guys. <laughs> Have a good one, man. Thank see you. We're having a good time. Oh, there it there is. There it is. All right. It was worth it just for that. Yep. All right. Um, mailbag. Go. Mailbag. Denton, Mr. Denton, please drop a dad joke on Dusty Slate, please. Um, that's not a question. Denton, how dare you? Get you can out. talk about being a dad, though. Good for you. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm trying to Tell weed you, out all ha- the aerial ha- questions. start to the mailbag. <laughs> I'm trying to weed out all the aerial questions. A bunch questions. of inapplicable questions and Denton asking for a dad um, joke. Craig Clifton. Here we go. For Scott, it's from Starstock. Mm. Where are the cards? Fair. That was our, that's our hey, that's solid I'll question. say it again, Craig. We got a definitive answer. If it holds to be true, perfect. If it doesn't, we will go on the warpath. All right. Kevin HSU. I'm not sure how to even begin to pronounce Don't that. Don't you worry about But Kevin Hsu impacts on LeBron's rookie cards with Lakers missing playoff. Oh, we were supposed to pull this up. Did you actually get any of the stuff in the ladder or no? Yeah, it's basically it hasn't really done Very anything. little movement yet. Yeah. I'll be curious what happens on Monday, though. I was like by Monday's show. It's it's not to say that it is, he has dropped significantly, but uh, he's still down. But it's not like a, an out of the ordinary down. His stuff was down so far, anyways. Exactly from last year's peak. I don't. Yeah, the one that's brutal though. I think Dude, that's, a, for, that's a kick in the throat to a legacy. I'm sorry. If he announces his retirement, he's not. There's no way you're leaving. Like oh, this. you couldn't leave on the bottom like that. I wonder right. if he leaves that team though. 
I did look up if anyone was curious if Zion has done anything since that announcement from his stepdad saying he was going to come back this year. His, his hasn't done anything. So I don't think anybody's trusting the hype around Zion until they actually see something now. That'd be wild. Can you imagine if he came back on the court for the playoffs? <laughs> he just dominated. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, and he was 400 pounds. He actually gained weight. How dare you? <laughs> uh, let's see. Identity theft is not a joke, Jesse. Oh, boy. More killing it with this mailbag. We've got one question so far. Just I didn't. I'm not the one who said a thing. That's not true. Uh, Mark Saunders. How will Logan Paul launching liquid marketplace affect the hobby market? Zero. So I looked into what this is. It's a fractional site. where You can just own stuff and you can use crypto to buy it. Similar to collectible, but obviously collectible is huge in the space with sports stuff. I don't think it has any impact at all. Next. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Tyler Rodriguez, in your opinion, will Ronald Acuna be the same after the injury from last season? I think he will. He's young. I mean, surgery, I don't, you know, having just had surgery myself this past year and bouncing back and I'm 15 years older than that kid. Yeah, I do. I think he's going to be fine. I really do. I think it'll be a slow start, but once he's back fully healthy, I don't see any issue. I want to see you throw a football. I want to see if your arm's healthy enough. Me and Hannah played catch on the beach a couple weeks ago. I heard that you were afraid of pain, though. I wasn't afraid. About 10 minutes in, I was like, hey, by the way, I'm Not throwing the ball. Yeah. Had didn't even think about it. Fully straight. Look at it. Oh, yeah. I'm still curling like a beast. Hitting the gym again. Something How's you're going to be. Knee? How's the knee doing? Knee sore. I played basketball for the first time in three weeks. Why today. are you playing? You Because I'm getting, heal. I'm putting on weight and I need to be. Taking off weight. Aren't there other exercises? You could walk on a treadmill. Okay. Leave the exercise jokes <laughs> to me. Next. Colin, Colin O'Rourke. Uh, Mike, what players are you high on this year for baseball? ESPN has, was hyping up the usual Trout and Soto, but I know big things are expected of Torkelson, Rodriguez, and Witt. Kind yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, Witt, I, we did talk about. So, I, again, a couple of the not lesser known, but a little bit less talk, a little bit less talked about. Matt Olson, I think, is going to have a great year. Bo Bichette. Uh, I even think a guy like Nolan Arenado, if the Cardinals put it together, could have a big bump all of a sudden. I love Chubby Devers and Xander Bogarts, but I'm not sure what changes for them in Boston this year. I just, they've done it. Now Trevor Story's the guy in Boston. If he starts playing, I think you could see a, a delayed hobby reaction to that, which would be great. But, um, and Trout, I'm not crazy high on, I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm interested to see though what Otani does. He's starting to, he's a starting pitcher today. Is oh. Otani going to come out pitching and hitting like he started last year? Mm-hmm. I don't know if his price can go up anymore, but it will be interesting to see if that's something he can sustain. Uh, Paul Liljack. Yeah. The little guy. <laughs> what do you suggest when underwater with a wax investment? Do you rip and grade singles or just cut your loss and sell sealed sitting on a box of 1990 Marvel that I'm down 40% on and not sure of the best move. Ooh, 1990 Marvel. So I would say, even though the wax is way down, I know the singles are actually doing in this particular instance, I think I would rip and grade. Unless he could hold it, or do you say just go ahead and cut your losses? I mean, yeah, but how? if you were looking to get a return right now, I think I would probably try to just rip and grade that. Yeah. Just okay. because of the single pricing is still, that's one where the singles pricing, although it's come down, has not come down as hard as the wax has. Uh, Jeff, Sell it to me. You know what? I want to know what that, what is that box going for? You have any idea? I have no idea, yeah. Whoever, no what's that guy's name? Paul Liljack. Message us on Facebook. I'd be curious what that box, like what you want to get for that box. I think it'd be fun to rip. I agree with you there. Uh, Jeff Ng, thoughts on Tiger returning to the Masters. Interesting. What would it take to see a spike in his card values? Just to be relevant. I don't think it, don't miss the cut. By the way, we need to talk to Jeremy too. I thought we were ripping some golf this week with Paige. That oh yeah. Happen, so maybe next week. 
Uh, I am very interested. Yeah, can he make the cut? Can he be? I don't think he's going to be competitive, but even just, I mean, 30,000 people watched this practice round the other day. Like, Tiger is still the guy in golf. So just make the cut and be relevant. Um, he also, Jeff also asked if I was happy that I did not keep that Mickelson card. That's because of the whole controversy. You do, you do have the Mickelson card, right? I do have it. Yeah. yeah. It right? well, I didn't, so I didn't keep mine. Someone oh, gave me yeah. John one. Lamb gave him a PSA 10 Mickelson. Which yeah. was pretty cool of him. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Especially because I made some poor choices. But yeah, he is not in the Masters. Uh, is that like a controversial thing still? Okay. I didn't know. A little bit. Okay. I mean, he's still supporting though. Uh, Saudi Arabia is yeah, that what it was? I think that's what it is, the Saudi money. Unless that's an incorrect country, and I apologize. Um, all right. That's your mailbag. Because the majority of it Everything was else for is our aerial. Yeah. That's fine. You know what? He's having a good time. We, There's your show. It was a random show. Good to be back in here. Oh, I will say. you know what, though? Where are we putting in Dusty? Because I don't think we ever really introduced that spot. We'll do that at the end. So there you go. That is the... Sports cards. Non- That's your show. We're done. Sports cards. Nonsense brought to you by the ringer podcast network powered by Spotify. We'll be back on Monday. I'll be out of the studio again. I'll be down in Florida for a wedding. Yuck. It's going to uh, be so good. Not humid at all. You're yep. going to feel really good. We'll you got a convertible though. So that'll be fun. We did. See you then. Bye. Okay. Bye.